Every day, we get what's supposed to be the news from the mainstream media. With little thought or logical discussion, we believe everything we hear. We're not allowed to disagree or have an adult conversation about the issues. Believe the news or be canceled. We're here to disrupt that idea. Changing the narrative with your host, Cecil Grant Jr. provides the views of an ordinary man on a variety of topics. As a black conservative, he adds entertaining, deep, and profound analysis that should cause you to think about things differently. He's not here to change your mind. He just wants you to think for yourself. And now, here's the host of Changing the Narrative, Cecil Grant Jr. I'm having so much fun doing the things that I've been doing here lately, uh, working on the podcast, doing some writing, a lot of reading, and really just a lot of discussions and uh, via text messages, emails with, with a variety of people, uh, just uh, learning a lot, which is, which is really a part of what we should all be doing. Uh, welcome to Changing the Narrative. I am the host, Cecil Grant Jr., as always. It's a pleasure always to get behind the golden uh, Cecil Grant microphone and just share my thoughts with you on a variety of topics. Moving forward, my plan and my goal is to spend uh, these next few precious days uh, talking to you about voting, about elections, about the importance of getting out there to vote, to know when the elections are, because they're not always in November, um, paying attention to them, uh, and making sure that you're uh, informed. To me, that's that's so important. And that's why, you know, reading, listening to a variety of networks with regard to the produced news that we see every day. Reading liberal topics, reading conservative viewpoints, um, and then taking the time to put those views that you've just read into the blender of your mind and somehow come out with truth. And that's, that's, at the end of the day, that's all I want. Not just for you, but for, for all Americans, for everybody everywhere. My tagline is, I'm not here to make tell you how to think. I just want you to think for yourself. Come up with your own thought. If we all have the same, if we all come to the same conclusion, somebody isn't thinking. Somebody knows that what you're saying is wrong. And, and it just won't, it's not good. It's not good for all of us. So, so you know, and, and as I've talked about before, We've got to get back to where we can have discussions as adults, where I say my piece, and if you disagree, you push back, but push back with facts. Don't push back with your emotions. Don't push back with, oh my God, you're a racist, you're a homo. No, give me, give me some facts. Factually, why am I incorrect? And, and if I disagree with you, you need to be an adult enough to listen to why I think you're incorrect. If we can't do that, then we'll never, ever be able to discuss anything, ever. 
So I have a friend, uh, Jim Feeney, who really, really talks a lot about the, the power of the local vote, local involvement, uh, community involvement. And I have, I have mimicked what he said many times in other podcasts that I've had. And it, it is, it, it actually is, it's, it's very important. When you think about the things that really impact your life, really influence your life, it's the, at the local level. I mean, I used to, I followed politics forever. And at, at some point, one point, there was a time where, I, you know, people were poo-pooing about who to, who to vote for and whatever. And my thought was the only thing that the federal government affects as it relates to me, the only thing that will change tomorrow if we elect person X is my taxes, which impacts my paycheck, which impacts what I can and cannot buy or how I can spend my, my money. Pretty much that's that the federal government at, at the time, that's all they were impacting. Now they seem to be getting closer and closer and closer. And they seem to be having a, a huge impact, a huge influence on our local governments. And that's not good because what that says is that you, me, the local uh, uh, electorate is not paying attention. We're not focused on what's going on locally. We're overly concerned about the federal government. We're overly concerned about, you know, Joe Biden, blah, blah, blah. When we should be, in fact, concerned about what's going on locally. We have to be, as citizens, we have to be better and understand that our local elections, and when I say local, I'm talking about your state and and your your local election. All all of those components that impact slash influence your state, your community, your county, because those those have a direct influence on you. And so as we move closer to 2022 and beyond the 2022 November elections, I mean, a lot of people everywhere, I mean, the, 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 the constant harangue, the constant screaming is, oh, 2022, the red wave, blah, blah, blah. But it's talking about at the federal level. There are some radio talk show hosts. We have one here uh, in Jacksonville who does a morning talk show the Ed Dean radio show, and a lot of talk about local elections. They talk a lot about, you know, the, the city council, the school board, property taxes, the mayor, blah, 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 and the expenditure of funds uh, here locally in the city of Jacksonville, as well as some issues that they discuss as it relates to the state of Florida. And those are more important. Those because those impact you daily. Those impact you daily. You know, we may be concerned or worried about what's going on in Ukraine. That doesn't affect me at all. The only effect that has on me is the the not is trying to understand why 
at the drop of a hat, we send billions of dollars to a foreign country, but we can't take care of our own people here, specifically our veterans, um, our law enforcement, our teachers, but we can send, again, that's a whole nother topic that we're not going to go into today. It is important that we win, and when I say we, that conservatives win the House and the Senate and take back control of Congress so that we can stop the destruction of our country, that we can, you know, again, as I've said, I'm not trying to tell you who to vote for, how to vote, but if you're okay with the uh, you know, highest inflation in 40 years, uh, you're, you're okay with a president who took no responsibility for the price of gas going up, but now wants to claim that because it's dropping, that's because of his policies. If you support a president who is destroying our military, if you support a president who is had a really horrible scenario a year ago when he withdrew us from Afghanistan, uh, if you support your your grocery bills just going through the roof, supply chain issues, uh, et cetera, et cetera, then you know you you know what you need to do. And if you don't support those things, you know what you need to do. And you need to be informed. I said that earlier, and I'm going to say it again. You need to be informed because if you are allowing your vote to be cast, or you're or you or you are casting your vote specifically and solely based on the fact that the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, then you have you have you have problems because you you you're not understanding all that 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 did, and I'm not even going to go into explaining that. You have a lady running for Congress here in Florida, in the 10th district, uh, Val Demings, who says that we're we're stripping away women's rights and. And, and they, they constantly use the word health care. And <clears throat> there's the constant discussion that, you know, abortion is, is a needed practice because, you know, incest is a crime and rape is a crime. And we, you know, women need that uh, the, the ability to have an abortion because of that, those two, two events. <clears throat> and oh, by the way, abortion is not a crime. And they're playing... They're, <laughs> They're playing to your emotions. That's all they're doing. That's all she's doing. She's playing to your ignorance. She's playing. She's playing you in in regards to the fact that you don't understand that, as it relates to rape and incest, the as being reasons for abortion, less less than one percent of abortions are because of rape and incest. Less than one percent. Less than 1%. And I think I've told this story before. If not, if I have, uh, it bears repeating. When I was in the Air Force stationed in Scott, Scott, Air, Force, uh, Scott Air Force Base, Illinois, my wife and I were pregnant with our third child. Uh, our third, it would have been our, it was our fourth child, but three three children in three years. And my wife and I went to the 
doctor on base and we're trying to plan. So we said, well, listen, can you tell us what the sex of our child is? And the doctor asked us why. He said, well, we have two young sons at home. And if this child is a boy, then we're, we're going to keep the, the boy clothes and stuff that we have and we can prepare for a boy. But if it's a girl, then we know we need to, we can get rid of some of that stuff and replace it with girl stuff. And he thought for a minute and then he said, I'll tell you, but this is, this is the reason why I asked you that question. Because in the past, <clears throat> what had happened was couples would come in, ask what was the sex of their child. And maybe they're in the same situation as us with two boys hoping for a girl. Doctor tells you having another boy. Well, you can't get an abortion on base. So the couple will go downtown and get an abortion and try again. Like going to the grocery store. Oh, I don't want this, so I'll put it back or I'll return it. <laughs> That's what abortion is. Abortion is also what a, a, a doctor who used to perform late-term abortions described as taking what look like pliers but have claws on them and inserting them into the female and purposefully yanking out baby body parts, starting with whatever you grab, arm, leg, but all of them. And you yank out and break up every, you don't yank out the whole baby. You break arm off, leg off, the other arm, the other leg, the torso, the spine, make sure you get all the innards, and finally the head. And sometimes, eh, due to whatever, you might crush the skull and the brain comes oozing out. That's what an abortion is. And oh, by the way, Val Deming, abortion is the number one killer of black people. If you use that, if that's your reason to say, oh my God, I'm gonna vote blue in November, then go right ahead. Go right ahead. I got, I got nothing for you. I got nothing for you. Because you can't, you can't, in my opinion, legitimately, honestly defend that position. You can't. Local elections and their importance. These people directly affect your lives. We're talking about your district attorney, your school boards, the members of your school board, your mayor. I mean, you, I, I, <clears throat> there are some cities, I would imagine, not the major ones, but I'm sure there are some cities where people don't even have an idea who the mayor is or the chief of police, who's on their city council. These people have an influence on local city ordinances, implementing your governor, your state senate, your state representative, state senator. These people impact your, 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 your state and local taxes, your property taxes, cost of energy. They impact everything that goes on, whether, you, whether a road is toll-free or toll. That start, that's in the state. You, that's where you... We, the people, have an impact, can have an impact, have an influence. And I think we don't, we don't recognize that, and we let that slide, and we let other people 
you know, vote and whatever. And, 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 and election integrity is, is a key, something I'll discuss later, but we have to be involved. We have to be involved locally. It's easy to be involved in what's going on in D.C. because you just sit, sit back and you don't have to do anything because you can't. We can't travel to D.C. every week or every other week to see what to talk. We, we're here. We see what's on TV. We read an article and we react, respond, we debate. No, we can't can't really do anything. But here locally, we can make an impact and we have to as citizens of every state of the state that you live in. For example, as a local, you know, you look at the city of Chicago. Now, here's where I tell you that it's important to understand and know when the elections are. The the, the election, the re-election for the mayor, or the, the 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 election for the Chicago mayor, is in February of 2023. It's not November. That's an odd time, but that's when it is. If you live in Chicago and you're listening to this. Write that on your calendar. Be prepared. Listen to what's going on. Make sure you're there to vote. And again, if you like her stance on crime and her inability to and, and her in, and her inability and her no desire to reduce crime, then reelect her and enjoy. Enjoy when you have family members shot, or you in fact get shot. The same in other cities, such as New Orleans, with with. Mayor Latoya Contrell, who believes she's better than the people of New Orleans, who believes that because she's black, as a black woman, she is lives in fear of flying coach. So she flies first class, even though the staff that flies with her flies in coach. Because as a, as a black woman, she's safer in first class. And the problem with that is that, that, that these people get bolder and bolder and they, they, they now they look you in your eye, they look you in your face and they, they tell you that I'm not going to repay this money. I'm, I'm the mayor of this city. You're going to do what I say. Even though crime is rampant, even though the, the, the city is going to hell in a handbasket, you do what I say and shut your mouth and like it. And we, and we reelect these people. If Mayor Lightfoot gets reelected, if Mayor Lightfoot, and this is now on record, if Mayor Lightfoot gets reelected, I will not say another word about crime in Chicago. You deserve what you get. If they, everybody gets shot up, I, whatever, who cares? Because apparently you don't. Until you care, why the hell should I care? Until you care what's going on in the city of Chicago that you live in, why in the heck should I care? And if you reelect her, good luck to you. In Arizona, we've got a lady running to become governor of Arizona, Carrie Lake. One of the things I heard her state was that if she is reelected her first day in office, they're going to to take back control of their their state border. And she's going to use the National Guard of Arizona to help implement that plan. 
And they're going to take action to, 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 to protect the citizens of Arizona. Newsflash, illegal immigrants are not citizens of this country or of the state of Arizona. Her obligation as governor is to take care of the citizens of Arizona. And that's what she's going to do. If you're not cool with that, if you're okay with illegal immigrants pouring through with drugs and all the other things that they bring with them and camping out in your in your your neck of the woods, then vote for who you think is, is the proper person to, to continue that. And good luck to you. In the 50 largest states in the United States, we have 36 Democratic mayors and 11 Republican mayors and three independent mayors. And just looking at a few of the uh, other cities other than Chicago, I'm wondering how life in New York City is with Eric Adams as your mayor. How are things on the streets of San Francisco with Mayor uh, Zonder Breed, another Democrat? Or in D.C. with Mayor Muriel Bowser? Again, if you're okay with what's going on there, if you're okay with the crime, if you're okay with the district attorney letting people go, not even bothering to prosecute them, then reelect them. And Godspeed. Best of luck to you. Hope it all works out. And as it comes, and as it as we move closer, not just to to the elections in November, but not just to those elections, but elections in general, you've got to volunteer, man the the, the voting booth stations, look at people, get get a gain an understanding of the whole process, gain an understanding of how the system works from that perspective. Obviously, it's great to be able to go and cast your vote, but wouldn't it be great to volunteer if you're able to go be a part of the, the process, see how things work from, you know, get a get a look at what's there and what's not there, how things work, et cetera, et cetera. Whether it be for a federal election or a local election. We say the system's rigged and it doesn't fair. And then you ask, well, where do you get that information? Wow. Are you a part of the gone? Have you volunteered? I don't have a problem with our system here in Florida. I, I, I have lived in Florida for a long time. I have voted when it was appropriate. Obviously, when voting season has come, I've never stood in long, long lines. I've never been you know, told I can't vote. I've always showed up with my voter card, my voter, I, my, my driver's license, <clears throat> all of which have been updated. I've never had any issue. I've never had my vote suppressed. Now, my question, and again, this will be something that I discuss here <clears throat> later. It will be brought up in, in other formats, is I don't know what happens to my vote after I've cast it. And that that is my concern. Where is it going? If I vote for candidate X, how do I how do I know, how can I be sure that my vote actually was counted? How do I know that? 
Because you say so? Who are you? I think it's less intimidating, less imposing on individuals as a whole if we become a part of the local electorates, electoral, electoral system, if we become involved in local politics, even to the even to the point of at least just knowing who our representatives are locally. Who is your who is your mayor if you have a city that has a mayor? Who's who runs your city council? Who who are the members of your school board? Who's the school superintendent? Who's your chief of police? What what are, what are, what is what is your what is the the, the courts? position because you also like judges what are their judges what are their positions on crime how do they how do they treat you know criminals convicted criminals what why am i what are my property taxes why are they going up or why haven't they gone down or whatever that's that's in a way that's easier it's a, it's a it's a it's a smaller piece of the pie easier to digest versus the federal government and all that goes with that but we have to we have to we absolutely have to and my final thoughts would be this if you're not informed and you just vote because of what people tell you to do, or because this is how we always vote. We always vote Democrat. Our family always votes Democrat, no matter what. We're, damn, we're lifelong Democrats. Okay. You get what you get. Same with Republicans. If you, if well, we always vote Republican, oh, we, we never vote Democrat. We don't, do you know what, do you know what the initiatives are on the ballot? Wow. You know who that person is. You know he's this, that, or she's this, that, and the other. It doesn't matter. He's a Republican. We vote for him. Okay. You get what you get. And if you don't vote, I'm not in politics. Ah, it's a bunch of crooks. I don't vote. Ah. And this really is to those people, if you don't vote, shut the hell up. You got no skin in the game. You got less skin in the game than those people that are uninformed and voted. At least I can go to them and say, you, you are the reason we're in this position because you voted for that jerk. And look, look what they've done to us because of you. And you, well, I, yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> you didn't know. I tried to tell you, but you didn't know. But you... You didn't vote, and now you're complaining. Shut up. Shut your mouth. You didn't vote. What's happening to you is because you didn't vote. I can't come to you and say, well, if you because you voted one way or the other, because you didn't vote. So shut up and move along. And at the end of the day, we can debate and discuss 
who's good, who's bad, I'm conservative, I'm liberal, blah, blah, whatever, whatever, that's fine. But on this particular podcast, I am not here to tell you how to vote. I'm not here to tell you how to think. Because I want you to vote the way you think is correct, the way that represents you. And I want you to think for yourself. It's always a pleasure to spend this time with you. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with friends and family. Get the word out because regardless of your political persuasion, it is our constitutional right to vote. And I think I think we all should exercise that right. If you know in your state that you need to get ID, you get it now. Get to working on it. <clears throat> if you have know somebody that needs help in getting that, help them. Don't deny somebody the, that right to vote. Don't be that way. Y'all take care. Another fantastic episode in the books. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star rating on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Be sure to look for Changing the Narrative with Cecil Grant Jr. on Facebook and subscribe to our website for more content. Thanks for your support, and remember to always think for yourself.